Gudyantiv, a Gudvach. I say Gudyantiv because tonight it's the long to listen. And it's still Matzah Shabbos. We also wish each other to have a good week. And uh, this week we're preparing for the great holiday of Passover, the holiday of faith. And I want to show with you tonight two stories that express the power of Emunah, the power of faith, and um, both connected to the one whose birthday it is tonight, to our Rebbe. It says about Moshe Rabbeinu. When Moshe Rabbeinu was born, the whole house he was in became full of light. And Hasidus explains it's not only that the house that Moshe Rabbeinu was in was full of light when he was born, but that the whole world became full of the light of Torah through the birth of Moshe Rabbeinu. When I was a child, there was an elderly man who still frequent my great aunt's house, very simple, pure-hearted person. He always said the same thing. This is always his comment about about the subject. He always commented about the subject of Mashiach. He, he said, imagine if Mashiach comes on the 11th of Nisan. Imagine what a great birthday present would be for the Rebbe. And I would always counter with, well, we want Mashiach to come now. He's like, yes, but wouldn't it be great if Mashiach came along? Wouldn't it be so poetic? Because the Rebbe give, gives his, his whole life to bring Mashiach and wouldn't it be so, such a, wouldn't it be so appropriate? So tonight there's no argument. Tonight, let Mashiach come tonight and uh, let Mashiach come immediately. The birthday of the Rebbe, the day the Rebbe's Neshama came in the world, not just something that happened a long time ago, but the Torah says, everything in the Torah, everything in holiness, every, always is in a state of ascent, always in a state of rising higher and higher. So if this is the day that the Rebbe's soul came to the world the first time, every year in London Nissan, there's a new and greater revelation of that holy soul that illuminated and it continues to illuminate the whole world. And so here in the city here tonight and, and sharing stories and inspiration is something that connects us and, and carries this light in a way that hopefully will have a practical implication, a way that will will bring it home and will um, that will bring this light to a tangible vessel of good concrete good resolutions that we should take from this inspirational day. When I was a Shiva student in Haven, Connecticut, one year before Passover, I was handing out matzah and there was a very tall man, I forget this, who um, um, I called, I said, hey, um, would you like, are you Jewish? Would you like a matzah? So he bends down, whispers in my ear, and he says, kofer, kofer be'ikir. Kofer be'ikir is a uh, phrase in the Haggadah, a phrase that means, I deny everything. And I thought it was a very, uh, a very Jewish comment. I am a kofer be'ikir, I deny everything. That's what he said. Those words that he, that he said, the Kamagada, are part of the words of the wicked son. The Torah says that there are four sons, all of them have questions, and the wicked son, um, he very rebelliously says, why are you guys doing this? What, what are you doing this for? And the Torah says, hit his teeth, knock him in his mouth, punch him in his teeth, 
and tell him if he would have been there, he would not have been redeemed. That's what it says in that Godot, which sounds, seems like a very bad advice for a rebellious son. Why is someone rebellious? Where is it coming from? Is that is that the way that they're going to be um, rehabilitated by punching them in their teeth? So the the um, the Shem Mishmuel explains that what you're really trying to do, and what the real issue that the wicked son has, is not that he doesn't believe in God. He he's he's he says, "Why are you doing this?" He feels that this isn't relevant to him. He feels rejected. He feels he's not part of it. And what you need to do is, you need to punch his teeth. What that means is, as Adolna Goyen explains, the Hebrew word for, for a Russia is American equivalent to 570. And if you take away the word teeth from the word Russia, Shina, from Russia, you get the word Sank. The way to respond to the wicked son is not by, is not by using your own teeth. It's not by uh, being sharp with him in return. It's the opposite. You have to complete look look at him without his teeth. See who he really is. See he's really Hashem's child. And this isn't, this is just external. It's just because he feels rejected, he doesn't feel part of it. And him saying that I'm not part of it, him saying that I'm not part of the Jewish people is his issue. That The lack of faith in God is really a lack of faith in himself. He doesn't feel I'm part of it. And that's what's causing all his issues. There was a. Um, what did you say to the guy? Oh, I was actually flabbergasted. Baruch, you know that I'm I'm not uh, uh, so slow to to respond, but <laughs> he got me. Whoa! By the time I by the time I recovered, he was already half a block away. I didn't say anything. I I probably screamed out something to him half a block away. I don't remember. But the point is not what I said. The point is that that taking away the teeth. Um, is a very important principle, something that really embodies, I think, um, the Rebbe's approach to reaching out to Jews. Um, yeah, I, I don't like that word either. Hake means hit him in his teeth, that's what it means. But the Bill Gates says take away the teeth. We look at the guy without the teeth. There's a very um, successful um, Kiruv organization led by a man in Israel named Eliezer Sarotskin. Eliezer Sarotskin, um, he and his wife Miri, his wife is the daughter of Rabbi Yisrael Merilau, and uh, they were blessed with a child named Yassi, who um, had a condition called uh, spina bifida, and the doctors predicted that he will never be able to, to walk, and they didn't see the bright future for him. They told this to the parents, but the parents rejected what the doctor said, and they proceeded to take him to all the experts they could and get all the treatment they could. And with a, with all of their love and all their prayers, Hashem responded, and their son w- was able to get married and to be functional and to walk and to talk and to join a kolha. Recently, a couple in Israel had a child with the same with the same condition. And Rabbi Srotskin and his wife, uh, I'm sorry, Rabbi Srotskin went to the house and uh, he's telling them to be, to have faith and to believe. And, you know, they hear it. It, it. It's such a blow for the parents that the child has this condition. So all these words of faith didn't really hit their mark. But then he came back in with his son, Yossi. 
where he's wearing a knee brace, and yet you could see in him there's a sparkle in his eyes. There's he he is Baruch Hashem a, a nachas. He is nachas from his child, and that really made a difference to this father and to many others. Um, Rabbi Tzrotskin um, was recently invited to speak at a leading rehabilitation center in Israel uh, to speak to parents of the of children who are. Um, delayed in developmentally or mentally, and um, he he was supposed to give a talk, and in Israel, it's, it's really um, in the media now about the split between the religious and the non-religious, and a lot of the, the unfortunately the hatred that is that was brewing for so long, and Baruch Hashem, as we saw two weeks ago, and continue to see the. Um, the uh, outpouring of love came that came when the when these um, anti-religious people came to Debrak and how they saw that people came out to them with chant, with with hugs, with smiles, with just they didn't expect that all these people that they were campaigning against their whole life were so kind and so nice. It was such a um, so, so shocking to them. And there's a video went viral about this one man who's, who he hears the song they're playing music, Shalom Aleichem, greetings unto you. And he, he literally breaks down and cries. You can see it. Anyways, so he is supposed to speak at this leading uh, rehabilitation center. And he asks to give a title for his speech. His title for his speech is Dati Miluchlach Atalomet Bayesh, You Dirty Religious Jew. Aren't you embarrassed? That's what he wanted his speech to be called. The organizers of the event cringed a little bit at the title, but he insisted. I'll explain the title. It's because it's my idea, and that's the title. Okay. He speaks and says the following. It was Friday night, and he's walking home with his son, son Yossi, little boy, and he's holding his hand, but then he walks ahead. And Yossi says, Abba, wait. He doesn't wait, doesn't even look back. He keeps on walking, briskly. And then this man goes over to... Uh, Rabbi Srotskin, and he says, You dirty religious Jew, aren't you embarrassed? Your son's crying, why don't you go help him? He knew that if he turned around at that moment, his son would never learn to walk. He had to keep on walking, he had to keep on going. And Baruch Hashem, his son, made an effort and strained himself, and that, that helped him. On the path to learn how to walk, and Baruch Hashem, as I said, he's he's very um, he's very successful today, and in in Kolel, he's married. But it started with him rejecting the words of this guy who insulted him, and had, he had the the wherewithal and the faith to know that he's on the path of Hashem, and he's doing the right thing, and then to ignore those who, who were who were scorning him. This same Rabbi Sirotskin, when he was a Shiva student, he was uh, very successful in his learning, and he was the top in his cl- in, in his class, very popular in the Chevron Yeshiva. And people were sending all kinds of ideas for him to find his soulmate. But it was taking quite a long time for him to find anyone suitable. And uh, his uncle, Rabbi uh, Shmuel Heller, took it upon himself a personal project to find a soulmate for Eliezer. And he took out a map of Israel. 
he said to himself, this boy, his nephew, he would really do well in a shidduch with someone who was from a rabbinic family, who the rab- with their, whose father was a rabbi in the community. So he's looking through the various uh, rabbis, and he sees a rabbi in Netanya named Rabbi Yisrael Meir Lau. And he thinks this, was, this, this guy was a rising star at that time in Israel. He later became the chief rabbi of Israel. And he calls him up, and he makes some small talk, and he says to him, there's a really wonderful guy. What, what do you think? Well, Abelau says, my oldest daughter is probably going to begin going out soon. Oh, fantastic. Would you consider? So Abelau didn't respond right away because he was traveling to the Rebbe the next week. And he had an audience with the Rebbe the next week. And he asked the Rebbe this question. And the Rebbe said the following. The Rabbi Eliezer Sarotskin is a grandson of Zalman Sarotskin. Zalman Sarotskin was the Lutzke Rav. He was a prominent rabbinic figure before the war. He wrote a book called Asnayim La Torah, The Ears for the Torah. And uh, Rabbi Lau, the Rebbe said, your father, Rabbi Moshe Chaim Lau, he was a rabbi in Petrikov before the war. So you are coming from a rabbinic figure before the war. And the girl and the um, and the boy's grandfather is also from a figure before the war, and both your father and Rabzalman Sarotskin were members of the Moetzet Godoli HaTorah. There was a certain organization before the war called the Torah Luminaries um, Group. So, it never said as follows. If there's a match being suggested after so much destruction, there's so much brokenness in the world. With such a, such a, if this match is being suggested, that it must be min It must be. It must be that this is indeed from heaven, and you should go forward with with the shibuch. So what the Rebbe said was prophetic. In Baruch Hashem, there's children and grandchildren from this uh, from this shibuch. But more importantly, you see in the story the idea of hake yashinov taking away the teeth. And how, although there was a huge challenges as the family, this family experienced, but uh, they were able to approach their challenges with absolute faith and conviction, and it, and Hashem answered their prayers. But I want to share with you another story of a family that did not have the same, did not share the same faith and conviction, and how how the Hashem reaches out to us and helps us even when we are we're not we're not there. I think I may have shared this story recently. I don't remember. Probably I did. David Israel for sure, for sure uh, remembers the story if I shared it. Chaim. The Jew named Yehuda ben Susan, who lives in northern Israel. He's married with 10 children. And, I'm sorry, he was married for 10 years without a child. And finally, after 10 years, he gives, he, his wife gives birth to a daughter. And, when she turned 10 years old, she complained of pain in her head. She had a lot of pain. And the doctor said there's two possible scenarios. Either we'll, give a, we'll do a surgery, and we're not sure the surgery will be successful, or we leave it alone and she probably will survive for another half a year, another six months. So 
The parents decided to go to the Rebbe to ask the Rebbe this question. The father went to the Rebbe, Yehuda ben Tzotzon, and he comes to the Rebbe, and he, and he, asks, and he comes to the Rebbe and he asks the Rebbe this question. And he breaks down and cries. And it was in the month of Adar. The Rebbe said, when Adar enters, the Torah says to increase in joy. And you're bringing into this room the opposite of joy. He thought that I was kidding. Like his daughter's life is at stake. And why is he speaking about, why is he rebuking him about not being happy? Like he doesn't understand. So he says, I want my daughter to get better. And the Rebbe said, and is that how your daughter will get better? Without, with, with this kind of um, behavior? The Rebbe said, and Rebbe took, up his, took his hands, moved his hands from right to left, and, and said, transformation. Mishapich. And other all gets transformed. So the father was so distraught and so shocked and so confused by this encounter that he forgot to ask the Rebbe whether or not she should have the operation. So he leaves the Rebbe's room. And he asks the secretary if he can go back in because he hasn't, his question wasn't answered. So the secretary said, you can't go back in. Because it's life and death. He didn't know what to do. So the secretary said, you could write a note and I'll give it to the Rebbe. So he gave the note to the Rebbe and the Rebbe said, if you are specifically asking, then you should ask a third doctor's opinion. They went to the third doctor. The third doctor said they should do the operation. They did the operation. Miraculously, the good news is that the the operation was unnecessary. And when they opened her up, they discovered the whole growth wasn't there. On the other hand, after they sewed her back up, she lost her ability to speak. She wasn't able to speak. So this happened. Again, the father came to New York with Adar. And he was he stayed in New York for Passover with his daughter, with his wife. And he went to he, he was spending Passover in Borough Park. But at the end of Passover, we have the meal of Mashiach. And the Rebbe was having a Fabrengen. And he decided he wants to go and be by the Rebbe for this Fabrengen. So he walked in from Borough Park. And the Rebbe noticed him. And they called him over during the Fabrengen. They gave him two pieces of matzah. They said, the prefer- this piece of matzah is for your daughter. She should have, matzah is called the food of faith and the food of healing. This piece of matzah is for your daughter. She should be healed. And this piece of matzah is for you. You should have faith. Your daughter doesn't need to suffer just because you lack faith. That's everything. After the Ferengen is over, the Rebbe customarily would um, lead the benching, lead the grace after meals, and then Havdalah, and then give out wine from his holy cup to all those assembled. Kosha Bracha, and it says in the Code of Jewish Law, the wine that you make a, the after blessing on is called the wine of blessing. The Rebbe gave wine to everyone. When this girl's father, Yehuda ben Sasson, came by the Rebbe, the Rebbe looked at him. The Rebbe said as follows There are two months the month of Nisan and the month of Iyar. The month of Nisan we just entered 10 days ago. The month of Nisan is a month of faith. The month of Iyar is a month of healing. Iyar stands for the words, Ani Hashem Rafacha, I am Hashem who heals you. So, as we said, the month of Nisan comes before the month of healing. Because faith brings healing. And then as we said, but 
it could also happen for you the other way around. Instead of your faith bringing healing, the healing could bring you to have faith. In other words, my words, you will see healing in your daughter, and that refua, that your daughter's recovery, will inspire your faith. That's what I said. So needless to say, his daughter, Baruch Hashem, had a complete recovery, was able to speak again. And of course, that gave her father the, uh, that, that restored and enhanced and gave him courage to have faith in Hashem. And as we are on the 11th of Nisan, the day of his birth, let's decide tonight to add in all good things in Torah, in prayer, and kindness, and to think about the fifth son, as Rebbe encouraged us to do, to think about the fifth son, the one who does not attend the Seder. Four sons come to the Seder, and this one doesn't come. Let's close our eyes tonight and think, of there, is there anyone we know who is not planning to be by Passover Seder? Is there anyone we know, or, or can we go find someone who does not yet have matzah for Passover, the special round Shemurah matzah? And let's give the Rebbe a birthday present. Let's do something special. Let's, let's do something. Let's make a step forward and... Some of us have the faith, some of us need the faith, but just making the step forward and going this direction itself opens up your heart and mind to believe in the truth of the Torah, how she redeemed us in the month of Nisan, she will redeem us again this month of Nisan, and as this gentleman said, this will be the greatest birthday present some could give our Rebbe tonight, and all of our people, and all of us, to see the coming of Mashiach, and we see this happen tonight, speedily, mamish, Nisan Nigalo, Nisan we were redeemed, Nisan we won't be redeemed, becoming Mashiach. Machayim Rach. Good to Bach. Nisan.